gather round, kids. I'm going to tell you the story of the podcasting Viking, Thor, uh, not Thor, uh, Harry Bullmanson. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Folk Entertainment Podcast. I am Gilbert, and this is my buddy, Harry Bullmanson. Hello. We're gonna <laughs> and we're going to be talking about, uh, actually, one of my more, fa- well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say right now, probably the beginning. I'm, I'm probably going to change that opinion by the end of it. But one of my more <laughs> favorite MCU movies, we're talking about Thor, Love and Thunder. Mm. So, so yeah, well, before we get into the spoilers part, we'll give you like a, a few minutes to get in here. What's up, Mr. Action? Okay, Mr. Already- Action, now I'm guessing. Have have you not seen this? I feel like you haven't seen this. Uh, ah, there we go. I'm going to miss out of this film. That's okay, Mr. Action. Why? Why, why can't you... Why can't you watch the film, Mr. Action? Why can't you ever just go see something? But Miss Marvel comes around and is like, oh, guys, I have to watch every, every single episode of that. Like, <laughs> and I, I still haven't. I'm, I'm like two episodes behind on Miss Marvel, which is... I, I haven't started it, I have to admit. I haven't got around to it. There's been, there's been too much stuff. There's way too yeah. many things. I still haven't uh, finished all the uh, Stranger Things finales. Oh, dude, that, that end scene or that end episode, is it gets pretty good. Oh, yeah, it's just... just so much time so much time it takes to watch that and trying to fit it in in a busy schedule it's been difficult yeah and why that doesn't that surprise you because i actually like things joker voice <laughs> i like things <laughs> this, is, and, and this is a very sweet movie yeah and mr action so what he says is because i heard it's com it's going to be comedy cringe so yeah have a good stream well, before you leave, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but yes, there is some cringe. There is a little bit. The, the jokes kind of try to fire at you on in like a machine gun. So yeah, yeah, but, they 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 uh they use Korg tad too much in this movie. Yeah, as as you heard from my dumb joke at the beginning of like <laughs> gather around, kids, like that that he does that a lot. He does like a narrating thing where he's like talking about all the different Thors, well, the two different Thors, and then also I think Valkyrie at one point. But yeah, he, like they bring in his narration like too many times in that movie. Like you kind of like, hey, this is fun, but okay, we've done this like four times now, guys. I'm done with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Personally, I think it's not a it's not a big deal. If you can make as many of those movies as you need to, because we, I mean, we've had four Avengers movies. They had like seven or eight freaking Star Trek. No, I think they had like twelve Star Trek movies actually. But the point is, is I'm like. Come on, guys! Like it doesn't matter how uh, how many they make. It's not like it's oh, it's, I don't want to see another. No, you just want to see a good one. And I think this one was actually pretty good. Like it was way better than the first two. Yes, it, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't as good as the third, but I think I think this is it. Like it's definitely better than the the first two Thor movies. I definitely think it's better than the first Thor movie. And like yeah. I, I like the first Thor movie. The first Thor movie wasn't terrible. Second one was actually a lot worse, I think. But yes, like it was. If I had to rate them, it was going to be uh, three, four, uh, one, and then two. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's how I go. And then obviously with the MCU, it gets more complicated because then you like movies that Thor's in. Because then, like, we, when we're counting the Avengers franchise, it gets a bit different. Because um, obviously, like, Endgame like built up a huge amount of Thor's story. Yeah, exactly. It made him out to be one of the most powerful Avengers, which actually I think it still showed that in this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think, I think this one is is a better Thor movie than we've had. However, it is a weird Thor movie. Like if you asked someone to make a movie about Thor, 
this isn't necessarily the movie you'd make. So I could see how it might put people off. Yeah, now that said, if I asked Taika Waititi to make a movie about Thor, that's exactly what I thought I would get. I, I walked <laughs> yes. into this knowing what to Taika would... Give me a second, I have to let my dogs out. You are absolutely right, Gilbert. Yeah, this is exactly the uh, the Thor movie that Taika Waititi is going to make. Um, and yeah, like, like I think that's my only thing. is I, I think like if you're not a fan of this flavor of Thor, this movie isn't going to like turn you around to it. It sort of doubles down on stuff in Thor Ragnarok in this one. Yeah, if if the yeah, like the comedy that you saw in that, like the weird cringy jokes, a lot of the Korg, just like it, and then also, but there was also good stuff like Valkyrie. They brought her in there, and I think that was pretty good. Harrison, you you still good? No, yep. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm still here. I was reading a comment. My apologies for that. So just checking out uh, Brian's action figures. We've saying that the first one is the most accurate Thor film, which I'll, I'll, I'll go with. Like, yeah, it seems so. Oh. Yeah. Dark World would have been great if they cut out all the Earth shite with Darcy and her intern. I don't know. There's not much yeah. in that movie that I like at all. Because that never that never was important ever again. Like, because that intern was never showed up ever again. And it never like meant anything. Like Darcy, whatever. I I like Darcy. You know, I'm I was cool with her showing up in WandaVision. I was cool with her showing up in in even this movie. But what I'm not cool with is yeah, like when the, when like they have story threads like that that don't go anywhere. It's like oh okay, so what was the point of this? Just for for laughs. Like, yeah. Yeah, that like that movie is all stuff that I don't like. So I'm not saying that I like that stuff. I'm just saying I don't like any of that film, and I I don't see how I would fix that. Fair. So I like Fuller's figures. Give more women hammers, and then I like <laughs> also Smith Lord saying I'm not giving the wife a hammer. <laughs> so discuss why <laughs> reasons we should give our wives hammers and reasons we should not. <laughs> um. Because then she could put up shelves herself. That's, well, no, because then my axe is going to start getting jealous. <laughs> oh, so I yeah, we, right, we can start. Yeah. We can start the spoilers part of it now. I I think I loved how <laughs> that that got a little tiresome, but at the same time, I think I was. It was kind of fun how the freaking Stormbreaker started like getting jealous of him and Mjolnir. That was some of the better comedy stuff that I enjoyed. the The thing of like him having this weird relationship with his hammers. Um, that stuff was like stuff I thought was really funny. Um, and yeah, I, I think like all the jokes in this tend to run on a bit too long, like and they come back more often than you think they should. Uh, but of the ones that do that, the hammers was my favorite. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, core some of the Korg stuff was was funny, and I again, Valkyrie's, I think Valkyrie's comedy was pretty funny, like. The stuff you see, you saw in the trailer, where like Thor has to be is forced to get naked, and they're just sitting there like watching. I thought I thought that was kind of because that's that fit her character. Yeah, yeah, she's she's fun in this. Like she doesn't have that much to do. She's just kind of like the extra one there. She's very much the Hawkeye of the group. Um, yeah, she kind. That's kind of sad. She is. Yeah, yeah, like you know, and they do this thing like, oh yeah, she's king. It's like yeah, she is king, but also like they don't seem to be that bothered that the king's just gone for a while. Yeah, no, that's something too, because they show a lot about uh, her, like being the king and like having to deal with all the freaking carnival cruises that are showing up, 
all the, like, <laughs> the, the diplomat, you know, some diplomatic BS. Apparently, she's a she's a Old Spice uh, commercial person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Apparently, you have a lot of things to do in your life, and just you could just screw all of that to go fight some dude in space. I'm curious, what do you think of the Guardians of the Galaxy scenes? Actually, yeah, weirdly, those scenes are something that didn't stick in my mind that much. Um, how did I feel about them? I think that they were well done, as in they didn't go on longer than they needed to. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like the stuff that we saw hasn't messed much with either story, either Thor's story or the Guardian's story. Um, yeah. Like it, it's sort of really kept to it. I was interested to see that sort of Groot hasn't really shown to age. Because often that's the thing, like every new movie, you get like a slightly different Groot, but it seems to still be that adolescent one, which suggests that this isn't that long after Endgame. Yeah, it's pretty like close to it after, which I don't know how, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe a few, like I'll call it a year, maybe. That's, that feels like it, because I mean, how, how long is it, I don't know, how long does it take Groot to age? Well, yeah, because because like it feels like he, he aged like quite quickly between... Like obviously, you know, sort of um uh Guardians of the Galaxy two and then And the, yeah, uh not endgame but Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I just like the Guardians. I think that I I think that they were it kind of felt like they were there just to be like, Hey guys, remember the Guardians? <laughs> like it, it, <laughs> I felt like they were underused and they could've they could have had a little bit more to do, but like other than just Peter Quill being like, Hey man, you know, if you're if you're feeling like down in life, go find some like you basically just give him like a, a quick like pull yourself up by your bootstraps uh, kind of like speech, and then that's the end of that. Yeah, I, they almost got onto something nice with that. So like, I like when the "I want to feel shitty about you" bit came back, but it I, I won't say that it was executed particularly like expertly. It just sort of happened. Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So one thing I do agree about with Joker voice is Christian Bale. Like, I don't know if he's the best part, but he was a damn good part of the film. Like. His origin scene, which I like the quotes <laughs> origin, uh, was one of the best. Was one of the two best scenes in the entire film. He was horribly underused. Actually, I don't know. Right, so I really loved the intro with Christian Bale. I thought that was cool, and I realized what was going on. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do this. This is awesome. And I was like, oh yeah, Christian Bale's like pulling this off. But then he's just Voldemort. <laughs> like he just spends the rest of the movie just being like, oh, <laughs> Thor, I have your children. Like slightly less like ridiculous accent, yeah. but yeah, he's he's just a pale English guy. We're like, ooh, kiddies, I'm going to kick you up, but yeah. Thor can't save you. Yeah, no, like that that whole part where he's sitting there listening to the kid's story to Axel's story, <laughs> awesome <laughs> name by the way. <laughs> but he's sitting there, uh, like listening to the story, and he's like, oh, well, this is whatever the hell his thing, his monster's name is. Well, I mean, he likes to have his head ripped off, and he like that was very cartoony. I'm watching that and just like I feel like you're trying to be scary, but you're just being like Cobra Commander. <laughs> I think like they don't really get Gore to do enough in this movie. They sort of set up early on he's killed a bunch of gods, but like if you go through and this is a plug, I'll drop a link in the comments for this. But uh, if you go to the Russian comic book geek, you can check out the audio comic of Thor, uh, God Butcher, and like in that, like he is just killing gods left and right. You see him torturing gods. He's doing extreme sort of like terrible things. Um, whereas in this, you kind of get that he murders a couple of people and he doesn't really do anything for the rest of the movie. He kidnaps them kids. And then like every now and then goes like, ooh, shadow spiders interfere. 
Yeah, that's a good point. He doesn't really do like you're right. He doesn't do a whole lot, and it it makes it like the rules on godhood seems kind of questionable in this movie because yeah, he talks about how he wants to kill the gods, and at first, aren't the Asgardians all supposed to be gods? But then he ends up like during one scene, he's fighting uh, Valkyrie, and he ends up sparing her, like because I guess she's not the god he's looking. <laughs> this is not the god you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether it's like. I don't know if, if the idea is that Asgardians are something that they're like, they're not human, but they're not gods. They're like like nymphs in Greek mythology and things. Like, or nymphs are sort of get called, oh, I don't know, Greek mythology is weird and complicated, but you know what I mean? Like lesser paranormal stuff. Like, but they're just not regular people, I guess. Yeah. Like, it, it plays with the idea that I guess godhood is something you can attain, it's like something you can, you can reach versus like just something you're born with because i mean at the big old spoiler for everyone when jane foster dies at the very end she ends up turning into that gold dust and floating and 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 she ends up in valhalla yeah yeah which was which was fun i like that and you get a little little heimdall cameo as well yeah right i think that that was also that was pretty cool because then right after that like directly after that scene it says thor will return and i'm like which thor are you talking about i know i know yeah like i did have that i feel i feel like we're still gonna get some hemsworth thor i don't know like like could I mean, be whatever yeah, he is still thor and i mean after the whole thing again like with the whole we're kind of jumping way ahead but with the whole ending of uh gore's daughter coming back to life and then him and like them two becoming like a uh, Batman and Robin almost kind of kind of like duo, which I did kind of like the ending. There's like uh, they're known across the galaxy as th as love and thun. I'm like ah, uh, that's I kind of liked how they brought it back around, and that that it kind of made a reason why that was called the movie was called that, not just because oh hey his girlfriend. Yeah, well, and also like the only problem I had with it was they took me a while to figure out like oh when Christian Bale was saying my love, he's not that that's like. You took that as her name, not like uh, that's just like a, a term of affection he has for her. Like she's now just called love. Okay, sure. <laughs> I go mean, with I, that. I, I took it more as a symbolic thing. Yeah, like more of like like she's uh, like I don't know. It's it's kind of like more that she was conceived out of the love of her from her father because she just the fact that she was brought back mm -hmm. to life like by him asking for like it, it's more of like that kind of it's, like I said it's more of a symbolic more of like a philosophical kind of love rather than just that's a her literal name yeah i i'd say that the, the while i've sort of like gone oh this thing wasn't perfect for me I like by this point in the movie i was re i was like weeping in the back of the cinema and i was like oh man like because like i was like and now he's a dad and he's <laughs> see that did not been that i'm a dad but i have i have a niece so yes that uh, that kind of spoke to me as well sitting there when he's sitting there taking care of her i'm like oh like that. Yeah, it's like like the whole the movie is at its best when it's being sweet. Like Taika Waititi is very good at doing that. He's very good at like tugging on some heartstrings and like just being kind of heartwarming. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's just something about his writing or his directing style or any of that. But he did that also with his rat catcher scene in uh, what's it, in um, Suicide Squad. Like I don't yes. know what it, what it is about Taika Waititi. He could just tug on your heartstrings, man. I, I, I know. I, I'm. I don't know if like Taika Waititi had like a bad relationship with his father or a really good relationship with his father. Like, and, and he's trying to work something out, like through his art. But I'm like, man, like you get me every time with it. Hmm. See, yeah. Now, I'm, since we brought it up, he Joker voices in here again. He says the only other good scene was Jane's death. 
It was a good, well-earned death for a complete character arc. These scenes were allowed to, uh, to breathe and not setting up the next joke. Fair enough. Hmm. But well, now my problem with that is that it kind of felt like she got fridged. Like, I, you know, that term of like, it, hmm. you know, in order to, to uh, motivate the hero, yeah. his, his love interest has to die. I'm like, yeah. that's that's kind of a that's kind of a bummer for her. Her first time like being a hero in the movies and she gets just like killed just so Thor can can be like, oh, well, I'll move on. I'll, I'll keep my heart open to love and and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. I sort of, I kind of liked where they went with it because I was like, ah, okay, I was wondering how they were going to fit um, Jane Foster as Thor into this universe and how it would work. And I, I thought the way they did it was very nice. It was quite elegant and like, you know, often um, these big movies can have like quite dreadful sort of uh, arbitrary stories when this one, I think they managed to make it feel a lot nicer than you often get in the big franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, this this felt a little more heartwarming. It felt like it actually, like, kind of like Ant Man, kind of like Ant Man. It felt like it mm. was a it was something you could bring your kids to, and it was like a it was like a fun family movie as opposed to just like the next MCU movie for for us guys to go go watch and talk about to our girlfriends. Yeah, I I think that's that's a good way of describing it. It is. It seems to like have an idea that it's a little bit more adult. It curses a little bit more um, than other. Marvel movies. However, it is definitely like, you know, more kind of all round, like, like, like not like a us more hardcore fans that are going to go see it. It's more opening up to like a wider audience, I think. Mm. Now, when you say it curses a lot more, they say shit a lot. They don't curse. <laughs> okay, fine. But it's not like they're dropping F bombs, not like they're, they're going. No, no, true. But you're right. They do say, like, holy shit. Oh, shit. Shit, like they say that so many times. It's like, damn, what is this, this episode of South Park? And it's like a little bit raunchy, you know, because you obviously uh, have naked Chris Hemsworth and like the thing of like a lot of people being like, oh, yeah. Um, well, and like you know, the guards, but even the guards like start passing out. <laughs> and um, you get uh, Zeus uh, inviting people to orgies and things, which after having watched the boys, I think everyone just thought of hero gasm. <laughs> yeah, no, like. That's oh. yeah, and, and you and you know the like. Imagine what gods could do. Yeah, and like, like, you like I'm just thinking about uh, Russell Crowe with that guy with the two like snake things. Oh God! Oh uh, God! Or, or well, so gods in Greek mythology, gods can turn into animals. You thought it was bad with the deep. <laughs> imagine oh, what could happen there. Oh uh, no! Oh no! <laughs> Godgasm. <laughs> we figured it out. We did. Next, that's the MCU's horrible dark secret is they have that. But I thought that was. I figured that was just a Greek, mytho- like a Greek joke because ha ha ha. You know they're they're from they're Greek uh, they're Greek gods and like famously those dudes did did that shit. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. Or was, it, or was it Rome? I think it was both. Yeah, both Greeks and uh, Romans did. Yeah, that. yeah. Not not the Greeks. The Greeks loved it. Big okay, so we got fans. some. Com- we got a lot of comments in there about the MCU. I'm just not even going to talk about that. It's a stupid concept, and I I refuse to give it give it time on my <laughs> show. And I yeah, I, I I think given as well that I went into this movie expecting to like sort of have Chris Hemsworth pass the torch to Jane Foster, Jane Foster <laughs> mixing things up, but to have the female force sort of leading us forward. And I was like, oh wow, okay, we're going in a different direction. And the movie seems to imply that it will be Hemsworth. Thor that we see 
might not yeah. be. I don't know. I don't know I'm what just, their, their ideas are. I'm just saying, the fact that she's in Valhalla, it's like, there could be some kind of, like, nonsense. It's like, the fact that we had the MacGuffin of the, the Realm of Eternity or whatever, or the Portal of Eternity, which looks suspiciously like the Watcher. Like a, ah, okay, that, that, that's interesting because I was looking at that. I was like, "Is that weird helmet thing supposed to be like a, a Galactus thing?" But but it's all about the Eternals, isn't it? Because like the weird temple they were in had Eternals like heads around them. Yeah, there was an Eternal in there. There was, uh, or not an Eternal. There was a, a Celestial. Like one of the at one point the 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 place is starting to shake and one of the heads is about to fall on the kids and that's the head of a Celestial. So yeah, it's it's weird. Like. I don't know what what that's. I feel like it's gonna, yeah, that's gonna end up either blending into the Eternals or something like that. Celestials, thank you. That that's the right word. I got that wrong because I was gonna ask. There are two weird things at the uh, like the Temple of the Gods. That was like, are they Celestials that just had similar like multiple eyes and weird helmets? But I'm not sure they were. Now that I saw the other Celestial heads in that temple. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if those are other celestial heads or if those are just statues. I, I wasn't sure what that was. I was trying to be like, I was trying to be eagle eyed, but at the same time, I also wanted to see the badass fight that was going on. <laughs> That's fair. Although, although one thing I did say I did think was a little cringe was the kids. When the kids all like, he, he granted the children the power of Thor for a minute. I'm like, okay, that didn't need to be there. That That's, a, been... that's interesting. We'll that was the only bit that I thought made the kids kind of worth it. Because I, I couldn't stand the kids throughout the whole movie. I was like, uh Especially, again, because like, if you know like the God Butcher story, you're like, why are we doing this? Why is he turning into like the kid snatcher when, like, you know, before it was because like he was murdering like everyone's like, you know, gods and deities that protected them and stuff. It was like, you know, really brutal. And this is like, he's now the child snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And then at least that like bit where you know you get some guns and roses playing and you have those cool shots of them just like leaping with lightning. I was like, that was fun at least. Yeah, it's like that was cool. Like when they when he gave them the rousing speech and there's like, you know, as guardians, present arms, and they all have like random bits of junk that they just found. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, okay. But then when I start seeing like the little girl with the bunny, I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's a little lame. The little girl with like with like the fairy suit on, like fucking around with the with the magic wall. I'm like, okay, that's I, I get it. I'm I'm supposed to be a 30-year-old guy with a daughter sitting right here, but I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, but you know what I'm saying is that it's some of it was cool, but other parts of it I just like had to roll my eyes because I'm like, okay, this is where the cringe is. Oh, interesting. Um so Brian's action figures reviews has put in that uh they actually stuck to the comics with Jane's storyline, which I was not aware of. And that's interesting. So I, I I was going to ask if anyone knew sort of what the Jane Foster so, Thor. So yeah, uh, Mighty Thor, as of, as the movie both tells us, and apparently I've been told by a couple of people now that as they've corrected me because I called her Lady Thor, and it's like actually she's Mighty Thor. I'm like, okay then, don't, don't bite my don't don't get angry at me because I didn't know. But yeah, apparently so yeah, uh, like her story for Mighty Thor, I I wasn't aware either that yeah, apparently I guess she got. She gets cancer and then uses the the hammer to heal herself. Uh, yeah, because I actually like I loved that. I loved the way they did it. I loved that like I, everything about that leading up to like her becoming the mighty Thor. I was like, yeah, this was so cool. I like the fact that they didn't fuck around with oh, like she has to hide it or something. They were like, nah, this has happened. Everyone knows about it. She's here, done. Just because I was like, I didn't want another like pseudo origin story. Her getting cancer was was enough. 
The only thing I did feel was odd was that, like, at the beginning, when she's like, ha, I'm a cool guy who doesn't need cancer treatment, and I'm really, like, making jokes and cracking wires. I was like, was this character ever like that in the other movies? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. But I guess that I, I guess that's what happens when you get Thor powers. Yeah, uh, yeah, potentially. I mean, if I, I don't know, if I had the powers of Thor, I'd be thinking of like crazy little like one-liners on how to when I when I. Uh, no, well, up. sorry, I meant more like um yeah like right at the beginning like when she's got cancer and oh. she's talking she's talking to Darcy for that that like twenty seconds they allowed Darcy to be on screen, um and like like when she's doing that and she's just kind of like shrugging it off and being kind of funny and i was like this is good like this is fine but i don't remember this character ever being like that i remember her being the sort of straight man in all the movies Mm -hmm. okay yeah fair enough i don't know okay so there there you go maybe cancer does that to you you have to look on the right side (laughs) that could be it oh Oh, and i (laughs) (laughs) go ahead go ahead i really appreciated the uh event horizon reference when and she was doing the paper. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So anyone who watched that movie and or has yet to watch that movie, there's going to be a part where she says to the guy, like, All right, did you watch Event Horizon or Interstellar? Well, it explains wormholes really well. So and she rips out a page from her book and then does the whole like thing we've both seen in every movie where they have the, you know, the paper that she folds and then pushes the pen through and then tells the guy, you need to watch those movies. And I'm like, yes, you very much do, especially Interstellar. <laughs> that movie is glorious and it, uh, it deserves all the praise. Yeah, like it's amazing that you would be reading a book like that and have not seen Interstellar. Like bullshit. You're just like you're just reading that to pass. Like that's a guy who just picked it up. He's like, you know what? I'm dying. I might as well start reading about astrophysics. <laughs> but so let's go to the comments real quick. Oh, yep, uh, Fuller Figure, you got me. I'm canceled. I just I just assumed uh, Mighty Thor's gender. Oh, I see. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jane Foster assumed her own gender, but that's just my, that's just me. And also, so yeah, Brian is in there. He says, uh, I guess Thor got Odin's power of imbuing items with the power of thunder. That's how he did the thing with the kid. Well, yeah, no, that's, there's no question of that. Like once, once uh, Odin died, then Thor became the all father. Like that's mm. pretty much how that goes. And at least in my mind, and which is, which also kind of explains to a, to a bit, to a point why he was able to be to like ask Mjolnir to watch over like he he imbued uh, Jane with the ability to hold the hammer by telling Mjolnir watch over Jane you know like they like watch over her forever like protect her and so it it took that yeah. as oh so she can use the power then I also feel like um like the, the powers of Thor like and Thor as a god seems to have grown in general obviously we we saw it like throughout Endgame that he seems to be more powerful than ever. And then, like, even here, like, with this movie, with him getting in shape and that moment at the beginning where, obviously, he destroys everything. But it seems like, yeah, he doesn't need a team. Like, he could have taken care of this and not let any of these people die. Yeah. Which, also, I do. I I think I mentioned it a minute ago about the gore in there, about him, like, killing just all those people <laughs> in the freaking... Like, never mind. Like, I like how when Asgard gets attacked, all the humans, all the Asgardians, they're all just cool nobody gets hurt everyone's fine like mighty thor and thor show up and valkyrie and they all just save the day everything's cool but when they go to the omnipotent city they just murder everyone <laughs> uh we got we got salacious rum in the in the comments he's it i know Pilly, hello, salacious. Uh, oh boy it says pilly yum young and uh the monkey lizard wants to adopt gilbert as a human pet oh oh thank god thank god pilly yum is done with me oh no Oh, no. Moving on to you, Gilbs. I'm sorry, I can't save you from it. 
Just know my sphincter has teeth. <laughs> for those, of you, yeah. For if in case you get any ideas about probing. All right. So yeah, he says we got Djokovic saying the logic was Mjolnir cures her body as mighty Thor. When she goes back to Jane, Mjolnir only removes the cancer, but not but all the chemo. Not only removes the cancer, but all the chemo. So cancer comes back more aggressive. Hmm. So yeah, it just heals her temporarily, but, but and then also it drains her body, so she's not able to like her body isn't able to even fight the cancer naturally the way her, it should. And I guess it's that thing as well, like you know, chemotherapy is not like a positive thing for the body. So like Mjolnir, like the powers of Mjolnir can mistake it for something trying to damage the body, and so yeah. you can sort of like get I rid mean, of it. Yeah, as a toxin. More than that, like... I mean, I mean, yeah, chemo is a toxin. Like chemotherapy is poison. It's it's one poison to kill another. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That's actually kind of a cool thing. I like that idea is that, the, that yeah, what the thing that's helping her is also killing her. But I wonder if it's like a, a Captain Marvel. Well, and I, I mean the other, the DC Captain Marvel is mm. uh, if she were to like, you know, Shazam her, you know, have the hammer and be Thor, is she, can she just live indefinitely? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that could, yeah. Yes, like, like you'd, you'd hope so. I mean, I mean, yeah, Thor lives for thousands of years. I wonder if the if the hammer could like sustain her for that. But if she ever drops the hammer, God help her, because she'll become a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I loved I loved all the stuff with that, and um, like the the way I really really loved the idea. I don't know necessarily if the movie really tells the story in the best way, but like the idea of how it was like his love for Jane that like made Mjolnir like protect her. And like I yeah, just just all of that stuff was like yes, this is the way to do it. It was really nice. I loved it. Yeah, it was. It gets a little weird sometimes. I think I think if they don't understand, like the writers or directors of the movie, these movies don't even themselves understand Thor's relationship with his stuff. Like the the relationship between him and, and Jane, cool. That that made absolute sense. But the relationship with him and his hammer, it's like one minute they're best friends, <laughs> then it's like his pet, then it's his girlfriend. I'm like, what is the hammer to you, dude? Like pick up lane and stay in it. That's definitely. I think that's one of the moments where it's like I think the movie is sometimes too much of a comedy because that's it. Like they brought in this element just because it was funny, and it is funny. Like and I think like some people are really going to love it, but it, it is like kind of like this makes the world a bit weird now that he has like these very personal like emotional relationships with them. <laughs> like, and, and like I said, I enjoy the the uh, the jokes. Like that was funny, but I would have liked to like, you know, if that had played into other Thor movies or something like that because that's like uh, like again, in Thor Ragnarok, he's he has it's he kind of is sad about losing his hammer. It's like he lost a pet or he lost one of his friends. And then in yeah, in uh I'm going to say um in this in this one, yeah, it's like, "Oh, well, my old girlfriend like when talking about his hammer, it's like, "Oh, my old hammer is like you know, you like you see Stormbreaker getting angry when he talks about how great uh, Zeus's lightning bolt is. I'm like, so that was funny, but at the same time, I'm like, guys, I wish he would just—is it his girlfriend or is it his best friend or is it his pet or is it his just—you know, like that's what I mean. Is I wish they would just pick a lane and stay with it. Yep, I completely understand that. Uh, getting a little interference from your end, uh, Gilbs. Oh, um, but yeah, like it's it it's fun. It's fun enough that I like it. Let's see, what does uh, Brian's action figure say? Uh, the jealous hammer thing was the absolute worst thing for me. These ancient god-destroying weapons are reduced to jokes. Yeah, see, I, I can completely understand that point of view, because I think that's it. It's like, is it funny enough that you don't care that they've kind of nerfed in a way? They haven't nerfed it by power, but they've made them feel a bit silly. 
Yeah, that's fair. And because Mjolnir is supposed to be like we saw, we've seen the power of Mjolnir. We've seen it like just completely wreck entire armies. We've seen same thing for Stormbreaker, and now they're becoming these weird like jealous girlfriends almost. It's just yeah, I I, I can see at that point definitely is that we're we're talking about like something that's supposed to be super metal and super like like we're talking about god like monster killing gods here not you know it's not dawson's creek yeah now thinking about weapons one of the things that disappoints me the most about the movie is zeus's lightning bolt because we spend so much time and such a big deal is made out of getting this lightning bolt and it is going to be the weapon we need to use to fight gore and in the end, it doesn't prove much more useful than any of their other weapons. Like, it feels like you could have done the same thing with, like, Loki's daggers or with um, uh, uh, Valkyrie's daggers. Like, 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 it, like, it doesn't get used in any particularly special way. It's the powers of Thor that save the day in the end. And it means that I feel like a lot of that chunk was kind of like a wasted bit in the movie. And when they're, like, I think, kind of skimming over more of the sort of, like, emotional story points of the film like i wanted to see more of thor and jane like growing closer together rather than just they kind of have adventures and then they go uh, hey um, should we get back together yeah that <laughs> i do admit that was a little weird like i guess we've all had that that awkward time with an ex-girlfriend but i the fact that they kind of lingered on that on like their like weird like rekindling moments i i wish we yeah, i don't know I wish we'd gotten like they were necessary, but I also wish we had gotten them a little, a little like less frequently. Like I wish they had just done one scene where they where they hashed it out and that was it. Interesting. I, I kind of wanted like a like almost like you know one of the uh, this is so terrible, but a bit like the Shrek montage, you know, like a like a montage of them like you know like people let me tell you about my best friend something something where they're like getting close together just the two of us anything like <laughs> yeah i suppose see that's that's maybe my thing is that it just didn't have for me that it felt like the emotional scenes didn't really have any weight to them or or any kind of like real conclusion especially when especially when at the end she ends up dying i'm like well great i just watched you guys like we fell in love this whole movie for nothing <laughs> Yeah, I I could kind of see that coming. I, th I think like as the movie goes on, you're like, ah, oh, Jane ain't surviving this. It, it feels like it's quite obvious about like hour and a half into the movie. Okay, so he says, were any? Oh, uh, we got Brian's action figure saying, uh, were any of you disappointed that the Necro Sword was destroyed? Given who gets it eventually in the comics, and who uh, I'm not sure who that is. Is it supposed to be like uh, Black Knight or something like that? Is that like an? A, I'm not sure who's supposed to get the Necro Sword. Yeah, I'm, I should know. I've just been recording um, blinds for uh, an audio comic of King Thor uh, oh. today. Nice. Yeah, so... so, so go ahead, go ahead. That's, that's going to be cool. So the link I put into the chat earlier uh, for um, the Russian comic book geeks audio comic is really good. He's done uh, God Butcher, he did God Bomb, and now he's going to finish it off with King Thor. So I'm reprising a couple of characters from that and playing a couple of others. Oh, okay. So no, oh. God of the Symbiotes, and eventually Venom, and that's and and he says that's awesome for you, but yeah. So Thanks very much. So yeah, no, God of the Symbiotes. Okay, I've I've seen some of that. I haven't I haven't read a whole lot of the the Symbiote comics, but yeah, I've I've seen some of like what of that stuff, and it's like I need to get into. Damn, do I need to start reading more Venom comics? I mean, like the the uh, the Necrosword, like 
shadow monsters kind of are like symbiote creatures already, aren't they, in a way? Kind of, yeah. See, Joker, every single bit of, yeah, every scene and every bit of dialogue. I don't know about every, but he says uh, was just set up to for the next joke or next comedic element. This is where the movie suffered. I don't know if I everyone, it... but a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, that's how I agree. I I don't agree that every single scene was like that, but it was a weakness of this because again, like the best kind of you know emotional scene between Jane and Thor, I think, is when they're on the boat with the screaming goats. Um, and the ah! goats <laughs> that see that joke is like I think that's the thing. The, the movie is full of jokes like that, which like you're either going to be into or you, you're going to hate, and it's going to last way too long. The goat scenes do last pretty long, at least in the beginning. Like when they're on the ship with the guardians, I'm like, dude, shut them the hell up. But yeah. as it went on, I, I started laughing. Like when they hit the planet and the goats start screaming, I'm like, <laughs> that's really good. That whole little Dragon Ball Z planet moment's pretty good. I'm like, that was that was pretty sweet. Yeah, um, I got Rick and Morty vibes from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's the same gag, isn't it? <laughs> uh, speaking of gags, what do you think of the uh, here? I'm going to screen share it. Because I, I had to, to get a picture of this particular thing. Uh, what'd you guys think of Infinity Cones? <laughs> Infinity Cones. I didn't see the cones, but it was pretty good. It's pretty good. See, I thought I think it's funny, but at the same time, I thought, like, are you serious? You'd like, no way. That's like that's like having a uh Hitler-themed restaurant. Like, you're not gonna have that. Come on. <laughs> I I, don't know, I I it's more like, is it more like what is it like? Because, like, the Infinity Gauntlet, I guess, is, like, the weapon that, not, but like, ended Thanos as well and saved everyone. I so suppose. it's, like, a good thing and a bad thing. Like, I just find it strange that, like, oh, hey, remember those, those that thing that killed all of, or took all of us away for five years? Let's make a themed uh, ice cream. Let's make a Baskin Robbins, basically. <laughs> I get, yeah, I, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like, uh, you know, it's that thing of like Disney going, yeah, we know we're Disney, all right? Like, we're not stupid. Like, <laughs> like commercialism. So we'll make jokes well, about it. Like, yeah. I guarantee you in the next year or so, we're going to end up seeing this at uh, Disney World or Disneyland <laughs> or whatever. So I really like what Brian's put here a big, dirty 99. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'd love to roll a massive cone right now. Yes, we'd all love a big ice cream cone in this heat wave, wouldn't we? I assume it is as hot in Ireland as it is here. Oh, I'm I'm just going to go out on a limb here and assume it's a lot hotter in New Mexico than it is there. I, I'm sure it is, which is why like I'm so scared of where you live. Also, I so that's just a fun little thing for me is that apparently Jane Foster is from New Mexico, which I thought was like fuck yeah, shout out to us. Yeah, because like I guess she's obviously in New Mexico in the first movie, but didn't really confirm that like she was a native. Yeah, so she I just like that she's just like she I forget exactly when, but she it's near the end of the movie when she's in the hospital bed and she talks about like I'm I'm just a uh, new or a uh, astrophysicist from New Mexico and I'm like yeah, and everyone else in the theater there with me was like I heard at least three people go like woohoo. <laughs> we always enjoy hearing our state's name. <laughs> so I'm going to agree with Joker Voice on this. The boys did, in fact, do it better with Bot World. I mean, but that's just the uh, we we have we have discussed how much the how great the boys is. Yeah, and like the boys is like very much going for a very sharp satire. This movie's more like going here's a little cute joke for you. Keep keep the dads happy, you know, while their kids are watching. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, screw that. Uh. Why would you live in that uh, godforsaken place? 
<laughs> Jane F- Fosthor. I, I also so one dumb joke, but I thought, but I I just maybe it's because I'm old. But when they have the part of like Jane Fonda Foster, Jane, Foster, <laughs> I'm like ah uh, Jane Fonda. I know who that is. I'm old. Yeah, I I quite like that. I I don't think it's good. It's just that it it's the problem is that like the Korg stuff repeats too often. Like and it's, if they're just taking out a couple of them, like if we had like you know the Korg thing where he was doing that, let me tell you about the space Viking, and you had that like book end of the movie lovely works really well but when it's like we've had four of those because he did it on two other little you know flashbacks and then throughout the rest of the movie korg not in a narration is just talking for ages like when he's a face like we're having this like deep emotional scene where like you know thor's learning that jane's dying and you know they're admitting that they love each other and then like go oh hey you know, let's hang out here in the bar for a bit and ignore what's going on there. I'm like, no, go back to the important bit. And then he starts singing karaoke. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, man, like, th- there was too much Korg in this. Like, you guys were just a bit too... I don't know what toys you're trying to sell, what, like, Instagram filters you're making a Korg and you're trying to push, but I don't care. So, all right. I don't normally go in for conspiracy theories, but I think... That if I had to guess, they did it. What they were doing with Korg was a not an agenda push, but it was a it was a safe way of having a gay MCU character. Because think about <laughs> it, if if Korg makes like talks about how like oh yeah, my dad he sang that song to to this guy when he and then they they held hands in the heart of a volcano, and nine months later I came out. I'm like, okay, so apparently Korg, <laughs> so apparently again, so that's why I say it's a safe way of doing because. Korg is gay, but it's also he's from a race of all men. So it's like, I it's like, I like the that. Asari. It's kind of like the Asari. It doesn't really apply. Well, yeah, and like um, uh, if anyone has watched the uh, Steven Universe, it's very similar to the the gems in that. And uh, like I quite liked that as well as just a bit of a sort of nerdy joke that like they don't have any form of reproduction other than just like heat and pressure and minerals yeah, to make a hand. new one of them. <laughs> like and that's it. That it's this weird Minecraft like thing of making a baby out of obsidian. Like it was really good. Yeah, so like that's pretty funny. Like I, I thought it was funny, and also again, it's a, it's like one of those like safe ways that they won't piss anyone off, but they can also say like, hey guys, look, Korg's gay. <laughs> It was it, it was fun. I I quite enjoyed it. Like the uh, the mustache on that other like Korg is really funny. Also, I liked I liked the Korg God, Ninny of the Nonny. <laughs> yeah, like that weird song he was singing. Like that was cool. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, I don't know what the, what the hell. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what oh, conversation. I oh, I see. Yeah, do you throw pizzas on people's roofs in New Mexico? No, in fact, we do not. That it's the one time, and it was just Walter. It was just Walter. <laughs> do you make super special blue meth only on Tuesdays? And uh, let's see. Oh, and hang out with your old chemistry teacher. Well, my chemistry teacher. Yeah, he had to go to a different school. We don't talk about why. <laughs> no, I'm, ki- I'm, ki- I'm kidding. 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 <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh <laughs> I like how you think that Joker voice is from New Mexico. He's not, <laughs> I, like, yeah, he's from Las Vegas. <laughs> but anyway, so uh let's see. Uh, uh so Brian's mentioned as well. This is an amazing bit, the uh core god sitting on a throne of broken scissors. <laughs> a Dude. rock beat scissors didn't get I didn't get it. Oh my god. 
<laughs> my mind right there dude i didn't even think about that uh, that's what it is that was so funny <laughs> see i thought that was just like a game of thrones reference or something like oh it's the iron throne i didn't even i didn't even think about why it would be scissors that did <laughs> I'm, I'm an idiot <laughs> but yeah that, that's really good that was some, that's some good stuff see subtle comedy subtle comedy is the be- i think is the best kind of comedy because that's the stuff that's like when you get it it's like oh dude I think I think this is it. Like I think as a sequel to Thor Ragnarok, it works really well. Like it it does like the things that I think is a good sequel to that movie could do. Um, there, <laughs> I think this is the thing. I think this is a good movie. What annoys me is it's like set up a couple of things in it that mean that loads of people will be disappointed with it. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. So, so what do you mean? Like, what are you? What is it? Kind of uh, m- mostly gore, I think. Like the fact that they use a character from like a really loved uh, plotline, like they did in Ragnarok. With um, it's the same thing. Is you know, like you know how Ragnarok is in no way a decent adaptation at all of Planet Hulk, but it's like the closest we're getting to in this set of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like the same thing can be said with gore. It's like all of that cool stuff that gore does in the, in the comics. You you'd not get in those in the movies is what we find. Yeah, it's it's um, done. Like he's dead. Yeah. So so that that's quite disappointing. Um, and like I think I think for a lot of people I think as well like they came to Thor to see more of a kind of action movie because Thor is the mightiest Avenger and can do loads of cool stuff and they do some cool stuff but it this reminds me very much of like like Taika Waititi's um Mandalorian episode. You know, when like you spend a lot of it just with two stormtroopers just chilling out, like it's like that. It's or it reminds me of uh, what Kevin Smith said about his script for the Green Hornet, and it's just like just two guys sitting on a car talking. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Is it 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 kind of feels like it's just like yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to explain, but I, I mean. It's kind of feel, it kind of feels like it's just like a one off. It's not really connected to the greater MCU, or nor is it like, like I, I don't know. Am I or am I off? Am I? I'm not sure exactly. Uh no, no, no. Sorry, I, I'm not entirely sure how it fits in either. I'm, I was also just checking in some of the uh, comments to see what these guys were uh, saying about it. Uh, but well, it, but it seems to be mostly about uh, cigarettes in Las Vegas. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, but so actually, you know, here. Oh, yes. Okay. It uh, looks like he agrees. It says it doesn't connect to the Grand Senior, the multiverse. The appearance of Her- Hercules implicates another Thor film. I'm like, well, we already knew that. At the, at the end, mm. it says Thor will return. That means that guaranteed we're getting another Thor film somewhere down the line. Now, as far as like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it really needs to connect too much to the, to the MCU, like in, on the greater scheme of things. Because if you think about it, beyond having Hulk there, Thor Ragnarok didn't really either. Yeah, yeah, it was just like Thor having his own adventure. I mean, it had like huge, you know, sweeping uh, like consequences, obviously, like with New Van, New uh, Asgard being created on Earth and sort of, you know, like like the changes that have happened to like the escape with that and Loki being dead and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, the MCU. Not we, being got dead. John- <laughs> we got Jonathan Redman in here saying the MCU is just Marvel comic adjacent. I'm like, we've known that forever. <laughs> we have known that forever, man. I'm like, ever since like, I'm going to say Age of Ultron, probably, because that's when people were like, hey, that's not how Age of Ultron actually worked. I'm like, okay, yeah, doy. What about, uh, or when we got like the Avengers, the Straight Up Avengers movie, or we got 
uh, Captain Marvel. We got th- there are so many movies that don't actually keep to the to the source material, and as a result, like a lot of fans get pissed off. And I'm like, at this point, are you surprised? I'm like, every Marvel M- MCU movie deviates from its source material some way. Hmm. I'm like, that's just at this point, we it's something to be expected, not really something to be like, oh well, there that's something that takes the grade. I'm like, no, that's kind of just par for the course now. Yeah, like I, I think I think it does upset me upset me disappoints me that we don't get to see some of the cool stuff with gore um but like it's uh the movie's good it just i think it's one of these where they've kind of taken a a villain where i feel like they could have had a really generic villain like not Mm. a cool guy but i guess this is it this is for everyone who likes any like niche villain in anything isn't it they go oh you could have done it with anyone else but you hurt mine um so you're right it's all fine good (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we got smith lord speaks as the mcu is a whole separate marvel universe it's established in the comics and it crazy and which joker voice comes back at him with well according to doctor strange 2 the mcu is is the 616 universe wrong wrong sir in doctor according to doctor strange 2 that alternate universe where the illuminati was they refer to that universe as the 616 but that doesn't actually make it so mm. like just like it's kind of the idea of like no actually we're universe one you're universe two and then each each universe thinks that they are in fact universe one, you know what I mean? I, like, and, and I don't. I, I'm I'm sorry to do this, but unfortunately, with the nature of comics and movies and things, we now have multiple multiverses. Like, we have yeah, the comic right. books multiverse, and we have the like the MCU multiverse because it's it's a multiverse Rich. within a universe. Yeah, and, it, <laughs> like, and if we want to start, and if we really want to start talking about like, oh well, what happened that time when the comic book bat or the comic book uh, Spider Man met up with the live action Spider? I'm like, dude, we can't do like if you want to start putting like the 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 like Spider Verse have like Tobey Maguire live action pop into Spider Verse like that, dude. It's not going to happen. It, it, that's too complicated, and, it, and it's too insane. Like you can't do it. We best never hope that humanity masters inter universal travel, because trying to keep track of continuity of any comic book in the multiverse would be impossible. <laughs> See, at that point, uh, if we ever uh, figure out multiverse t- technology, I'm jumping straight into the DC universe, and I'm never coming back. <laughs> I'm jumping straight in there and I'm going to, and then I'm going to go straight for star labs and try to figure out how to make myself get in some horrible science accident. that makes me a superhero. <laughs> Cause statistically speaking, that's how you do it. You have to go to star labs and there has to be some kind of like stupid alien technology or some kind of like monolith or something that you have to touch. And the United States into- government has outlawed universe travel or like travel to the DC universe. It's full of guys like causing accidents and dying. It's just full of dead bodies. This man radiated himself. This man electrocuted himself. I'm just saying, man. Like all it takes is you being in a, in a certain lab on a stormy night with a bunch of chemicals, and you can become <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> this child took his parents here in hopes they would be killed. <laughs> See, at that point, yeah, becoming, becoming Batman that still requires you to have a lot of money. <laughs> but, I mean, becoming a Green Lantern, on the other hand. Oh yeah, you just gotta hope an alien dies right next to you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, in the in the face of a of a big explosion, go running towards the explosion and hope a ring chooses you. <laughs> like, like there are there are a plethora of ways to become a superhero in those universes. I'm just saying, if we ever discover how to get there, I'm going there first, like first thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm down with that. See, there we go. Smith Lord speaks. All the universes could say that they were the 616. Uh, I'm talking comics. Those things are words and pictures that you read. 
So yeah, I'm like, at that point, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what your point is, but I'm like, at that point, yeah, I'm like, they they all think that they're, that they're the 616 universe. Frankly, it doesn't really matter because we, we, as the fans of this fictional universe understand that there is an official 616 universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know, it's not gotten that integral to understanding the MCU yet. So I'm not going to pay that much attention to what number universe I'm in right now. Yeah, I don't really think it makes a difference. Like, whether or not I'm universe A or universe 2, it doesn't really matter. Like, as long as as long as the stories that I'm watching are entertaining. And I think what we've, what we've established for the last hour is that this movie was pretty entertaining. Like, oh, yeah. To say nothing, of like, so far we just talked about the story. I want to talk about also the imagery. Like, oh, yeah. that at... Dude, the straight up like the badass images, like the first fight with the guardians, like on that. It's like, look, look at the serene background. The three, we got three moons and a Saturn. Three, <laughs> we got three suns and a Saturn. And I'm like, that's that's kind of awesome. Like, like this, the scenes we got were great. The the when they're fighting Gore on like the Shadow Realm planet, and everything goes all black and white. Yeah, not so. I don't know if I was into that one as much. It was it was all right. I, I think like it was more like um, the Shadow Realm confused me a bit. There were like yeah, there's moments where you know like it, we talked about it where Gore turns up and he's there tearing the head off a stake or whatever it is. So it shows that Gore can just like turn up wherever he likes. But later on, Thor just turns up, has huge conversations, makes plans with these kids. Gore was never like never saw that. Was never listening. Wasn't home at the time. Yeah, that's a good point. He talks to the kids multiple times and doesn't. And I was thinking, like, is Gore not going to have like a moment where he's like, is he not outside the cage? He's not with the kids, or is he off busy doing something else? Like, I, yeah, it was weird, but I just kind of went with it because whatever. Again, it was it was trying to appeal to children and like having Thor sit there and talk and like talk to all the kids and be like a be a hero. And like that whole scene of like never meet your heroes, kids, and then and then Axel being like, "I'm glad I met my hero." I'm like, "Oh, because <laughs> he because Thor's a good guy." I don't know. I, I hated that kid. <laughs> oh, what you don't like New Heimdall? I, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't. There's got no good reason for not liking that kid. I didn't like his voice particularly. I didn't. So like you know, just like oh yeah, all right. Like I don't know how to use my eyes. I'm just like, oh, did we have to do this? Like I said, I didn't like any of the stuff with the children. I, I thought it was a bit weird. All right, yeah. It, it, if for nothing else, I think the only reason that they put him there is to give Thor a reason to chase him. Because if he if he runs off and and like, oh, what if he's killing gods? There's not really any kind of reason for them to, go, other than the fact that they are in fact gods. But by having the kids be kidnapped, it's like, oh shit! Now we have to go chase him. We have to go like. It's kind of like he was lowering them there, and he knew that Thor would go after him if he had the kids. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. It is sort of set up that it's definitely a trap. Mm -hmm. So we got Smith Lord. He says, "Oh, Gilbert, I'm not having a pop at you with the six two six. Not at all. Just the other guy, not Harry." <laughs> I, I don't. What, whatever could you be talking about, Smith Lord? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> talking about Boris Johnson. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the other guy. There's, I feel like there's a joke, and it's on. It's on me. Do you know, what? like, 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 I was thinking, like, why do I feel like I've been so busy today? And part of why I feel like I've been so busy this week is because I have lived through this week in English politics. <laughs> I, I thought you guys would be cheering in the streets right now about your prime minister being being uh, or resigning. Well, like, yeah, but he's like, I'm resigning, but I won't leave for another four months. I'm like, get out. <laughs> so yeah, he could you know he could do some damage in those four months. 
Fair enough. <laughs> Where does Fraggle Rock fit in the multiverse? I want to go live there. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, we got, yeah, Fuller Figure says, down in Fraggle Rock, grab a Fraggle by his leg. Nice. <laughs> down in Fraggle Rock. And Fraggles and Smurfs living happily ever after. You people are strange. <laughs> Where are the Snorks? The Snorks. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, okay, I got it. I got it. The Teletubbies. Got to go live in that universe with the with the babe with the weird baby son. Oh man, the Teletubbies, the Teletubbies have got weird. Do you know the Teletubbies have like baby Teletubbies now? Oh God, what? yeah, it's really yeah, yeah, that's real weird. It's real weird. But like the baby Teletubbies are CGI, but the Teletubbies are still just guys in suits. So like they don't actually touch, and they just like wave at the babies, and they're like, oh look, those are our babies over there. But they don't take care of the babies, so that means that something is breeding the Teletubbies. Oh god! So yeah, when you find out that horrible thing, that's like a post-apocalyptic future, and that they're just like being cloned. Yeah, yeah, they're like being harvested. Like maybe that's how you make like LCD monitors in the future. You have to just cut the stomach out of a Teletubby. Okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this an end to this right here, real quick. Brian's, <laughs> Brian's action figures. Yeah, you can go to the Smurf universe. The problem is, it doesn't make you smaller. You're Gargamel size. So yeah, that doesn't. That's Fair not gonna work. That's not gonna work, buddy boy. Oh no! <laughs> the Irish GDP is growing at an exponential rate. I, I love it. Please, please, Connor, please. I want to be European so bad. Let me back in. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that was probably not a good day for for Britain. That the day you guys voted out of the EU. Good, <sighs> good job. <laughs> it's like I didn't vote for him. Sorry, I shouldn't bring my politics onto the show. <laughs> nah, it's cool. Just just this once because I think it's because I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but at any rate, yeah. So uh, uh, we're pretty we're in about an hour now. I still want to talk a little bit uh, more about. I, although I think we pretty much covered like most of it. Like, is there anything else that stood out to you about the movie that you want to talk um, about? Something we've got to talk about, like. Uh, the stuff that Mjolnir did now that Mjolnir's broken. So like the oh. kind of bullet version of Mjolnir is sweet as like all of that stuff. I, the only issue I had at all was I didn't get what exactly she was supposed to do to destroy the Necro sword. I don't like how striking lightning on those things inside yeah. Mjolnir destroyed the Necro sword. I don't really understand how that worked. Yeah, no, I didn't get that either. I'm sitting there watching that. I'm like, did she destroy Mjolnir as well? Or, because like right after that she she lost her powers, so it made me believe I'm like okay so she clearly she must have lost like she broke Mjolnir in addition to breaking the the sword. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. It must have been something like that. But but then you know <laughs> they're oh there's still bits of it left. Uh, Necro sword just falls apart, I guess. But also like aha, the Necro sword has the power to come back together again as well. I'm like oh that, how convenient. That was, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a cool little like ah uh, gotcha. Okay. Like, like you ever have that moment in, in video games where you're be about to beat the boss and you hit him that last time and then his life bar goes all the way back up to the top. And oh, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not even my final form. <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's what the kind of thing we got there. Which I don't know. I thought it was was we I'm, in my mind, I'm sitting there watching him like, is he gonna is he actually gonna win this? Is like is he gonna get in? Are they gonna beat him just at the last second? And like, oh shit, he actually got into the portal. <laughs> like so I don't know, I kinda I kinda like that that little like uh, pull the rug out from under you at the last second. Yeah, that I don't know. 
Right. This is one of the things where, like, I think that the beats were good. Like, they get some good stuff in there, but I just don't think the the sort of investment is put in early enough in the movie to make it really hit. So, like, like with Gore, it's great that like you give him this bittersweet ending where, like, you know, he chooses, you know, like kind of peace and trying to, you know, save someone else rather than killing everyone and revenge. But like, it, it's a bit cheap because, like, basically, Chris Hemsworth goes. Oh no! Come on, mate. Like, don't do that. And he just doesn't. He's like, all right then. Although that's a good. He has a good point though. Like, I feel like at the whole movie, Gore didn't realize he wants to get to the like the gate of eternity or whatever, and he gets there, and he, he's about to like wish that all the gods die, but then at the last minute, Thor's just like, "You could bring her back," and he and he just like he he like takes a second. And he's like, "Oh wait, I could." <laughs> Did that never occur to you? Like, <laughs> guess not. Yeah, <laughs> like at no point was he like, oh wow. And like, if you know, again, if you know the story, like Gore's plot is way more complicated than that. And he didn't have that good a relationship with his children. So I, I like what they do in here. Cause like, yeah, the movie's like, it's about kind of love and care and, you know, protecting each other and choosing love rather than like hatred or vengeance or something. Um, but I, I think, I think it was, it was just a bit slapdash. It was just a bit too quick for me. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah, we got Brian. He's taken off. So, yeah, thank you, Brian, uh, for jumping in. Thanks very much, man. Oh, oh, he says, last comment on the movie, though. Has Thor not learned from the should have gone for the head thing with Thanos? <laughs> no, you have a good point. He, he needs mm -hmm. to learn now. Uh, when you're using Stormbreaker, go for the goddamn head. Oh, dude, actually, you know, there's something I wanted to bring up, though. Is It was really great. Uh, we haven't actually talked about it. Is the play. The play that they do, <laughs> I thought that was great. The the re uh, bringing back freaking Matt Damon as their Loki was <laughs> yeah, hilarious. That was pretty good. That was good. And then <laughs> Melissa McCarthy as as their version of fucking Hell or Hella. Yeah, cringy, <laughs> but still, I'm like, I wasn't expecting them to go that to go that way, and I'm like, okay, like it was. It was I, I get the feeling that if I show that movie to my mom, she's gonna fucking love that. Yeah, I I think that was it. Like. The only issue I had with it was just like, ah, oh, great, more cameos. You know, like like sometimes celebrity cameos are a bit like, yeah, okay, fine. They they pull me out, you know, the story of the, the 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 experience of it. But I think it wasn't a bad one. I can completely see why it was funny and like why they did it. Mm -hmm. And then also later on, it's like, uh, you know, Your Highness, since after everything that's happened today, can we start working on a play for this? And she walks away. She, I didn't hear her say no, nor did I. And they start writing their play. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I hope really it was good. worth it. I hope I hope paying Matt Damon for, for that was worth it. <laughs> I thought like with everybody off like Asgard, night. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get the feeling that's what uh shit. Who are the guys? There, there's two dudes who like uh two brothers who ended up writing mo a lot of the MCU movies. Oh, um, yeah. The something bro the Faroe brothers. No, yeah. I, I, I they wrote uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Here, yes, yeah, I, I know exactly who you talk about, but I can't think of like their names. Soldier writers. The, these on. guys in the comments are having an incredible discussion about the Russo. kids, British kids shows. Like it was built by the Clangers, Connor, and they lived on the moon, so know all about space and stuff. How have you guys gotten into? You talk about the raccoons. I always wanted to straighten Cyril Sneer's nose. Like, this is such deep cuts, guys. Cyril Sneer? No one's talked about Cyril Sneer for 20 years. 
follow Mr. Spoon. I'm like, what? Dude, some of these references are like things I don't even know. I'm not sure on Mr. Spoon, but like cockle shell bass method and Rosie and Jim, Rosie and Jim. Now that, that is, uh, that is old school. That's some fun stuff. These are really like, like little baby kid stuff, but like from the nineties, like the eighties and nineties. Old, old British Something TV. Yeah. Like the clangers is even older. Like, yeah, these are, these are some crazy things. We got a bunch of old farts in our, in our street. No, oh, although Jonathan um, Redman, uh, cockle shell bay is full of Rolf Harris types. Which uh, is something you have to be worried about about all retro BBC stuff. Uh, <laughs> give me a moment while I while I Google this. Rolf Harris is like um, <laughs> he's like he's like uh, diet Jimmy Savile. <laughs> like, like he's not as bad, but it's the same sort of crimes. Oh, so yeah, something you have to worry about with all retro stuff is like, is this guy a is he a very bad person? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you might remember a song he did called "Timey Kangaroo Down Sport." His big thing was he was Australian, and he did Australian like music, like comedy music. In- interesting dude. Like he was a great entertainer before we knew about what he'd done. He was a really good entertainer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, he's that. Oh, god. Okay. When you said Jimmy Savile, I'm like, I, I vaguely know. Oh, oh, oh. Then I had to Google that. I'm like, oh fuck, he's that guy. Okay, now I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, full of figures, though, says Tony Hart, less rapey type of Rolf Harris. Yes, and that poor dude from Smart who killed himself. What's up with all the <laughs> with all of America's, or well, not America, with all the world's like icons, like Hollywood icons, being freaking rapists, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sad times. I, I don't understand it. Like, yeah, God. First, first like, if, if, I'm glad that you know what it's going to be a horrible thing to say, but I'm glad Bob Saget died before we ever found out anything about him. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I would have been really, really sad. <laughs> but anyway, what was wasn't on. there a bit in the boys about about Cosby? Didn't Soldier oh, Boy God, didn't say yeah. so? Like Soldier Boy, like Cosby is America's dad. <laughs> yeah, Cosby was America's dad. He'd never be caught dead wearing that pussy shit and then he talks about <laughs> bill cosby now there's a man uh, and then he talks about how like oh but his drinks were and his drinks were ridiculously strong i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, um, gilbert i'd say that rolf uh but say google rolf but it might put you on a watch list or another watch list hey, well you know there, there's still plenty of kind of innocent-ish Rolf Harris stuff. He used to do cartoons, like he drew cartoons and stuff. Like, he was on a lot of kids' entertainment. That's, <sighs> and that's probably not a good thing. And he used to he, he used to be on this show, he used to be on this show called Animal Hospital. It's just about, like, you know, vets uh, helping animals, but sometimes the animals wouldn't survive, and he said the same thing every time. He's like, well, they tried to help little Fluffy there, but he couldn't make it through the night. Oh God! Fuller's figures tell me Gilbert play that. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play. It. No, shame on you. And then, <laughs> and then I'm not gonna put that comment on there from Jonathan Redmond. But we, I hope you feel. I need to get you see on these things, you know, these little videos that I have, uh, the like the little like. <laughs> oh you yes, know you know those little videos I have. I need to get one of those. That's like the the chick from Stranger Things or Game of Thrones. Shame. Shame <laughs> for when people do comments like that. Shame on you. <laughs> well, Smith Lord has been way more innocent as then gone to the Poddington Peas, the Family Ness, and Penny Crown. Some some good, good old wholesome cartoons. 
the Poddington Peas was about a cartoon about peas, like mm. the vegetable. They were little vegetables and they hung out. Yeah, no. You want a good wholesome cartoon with, that involves that involves produce? Go watch, go watch bananas and pajamas. That was that was my that was my childhood right there. Uh, we had bananas and pajamas. We had that. Very nice. So, it's a YouTube link. It's safe. Okay, you know maybe later, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing that right this moment. At any rate, I th- feel like it's it's kind of a short episode, but I think we're ready to wrap it up because yeah, there's not a whole lot more to talk about with with Thor. I think we pretty much covered the like the the bro- or the broad strokes. Unless you think yeah, that's true. There's something else. I, yeah, I, I do feel like have we not gone over this? But I don't think there's a huge. This is my thing. I think with, with about like the lightning rods, um, lightning bolt. Feels like there's not actually that much that happens in the movie. It it kind of jumps a little bit. Like it's it like we have the uh, like the whole opening thing. Like you know the opening uh, nonsense about Thor. Like his the narration. We have him uh, go back to Asgard. Like we are fighting with the Guardians, going back to New Asgard. Uh, meeting Jane, who like we find out she has cancer, and then, like, yeah, they, it's pretty much like they go to the God Place, they go fight Gore, they fight Gore again, and then that's the end. Like it's it's not like it's pretty much just like boom, 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 and it doesn't feel like it wastes any time. At least not not as far as like getting to the to like the what you know getting to the conclusion of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't drag it out very much. And we don't really get anything other than that um, sort of end credit scene of. Hercules. We don't get anything really setting up stuff, you know, clearly for movies afterwards. So we're yeah. just sort of like, all right, that's where it is at the moment. So yeah, I'm like, I don't. It, it's not like there wasn't a whole lot to talk, or it was not like the movie was. It wasn't like, you know, full of stuff. But yeah, it's just not a whole lot to talk about. Like the the biggest thing that I think that we're the, really the only thing we haven't really talked about is like just the the technical aspects of it, like how how good the CGI looked. I'm like, I think that it looked pretty good. Like I oh yeah. That's yeah. This movie is beautiful. Like all the stuff, like when they're we're hanging out with the gods, all the design is amazing. Like it's constantly like new shifting stuff and like new designs. Personally, I think that the ship they were on with the rainbow bridge, like the goats running on the rainbow bridge, that was uh, made by uh, what's it, um, Stormbreaker. I thought that was pretty cool. Like that was actually kind of a cool like uh, look, and they actually made it look actually like something I'd want to ride. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I I love the fact that they played a um, bit of Dio with a rainbow in the dark in the end credits, like because I was like, that is this movie like to a T. They're like really going for that era of metal kind mm. of like epic. <laughs> Their choice of music was great. Well, well, at parts, I think the opening part with the I I forget what that song is, but it's played every, it's overplayed so much. Uh, Which one was it at the beginning? Uh, shit. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it's, it. Out. It's not sweet child of mine, is it? No, 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 no. no. It was. It was like. Ah, shit. It, it's. I think it was from Titanic, but I'm. I'm trying to remember. Oh. <laughs> well, my, my heart will go on. <laughs> oh. Uh. Who can say where the road goes by Enya? Oh, that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's a joke, but yeah, I get what you mean. Or only, only, t- only time. That's. I think that's the song. But. The point is that, that that fucking song by Enya, it got I'm sure it was a joke, but I'm just like, oh my god, that's that's the <laughs> one song I've rolled my eyes at. I'm like, I I hear this song way too much in across like so many movies. And it's to yeah, make this exact joke. That's true. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll give you that. It's a bit tired. Uh yeah, so I don't know, man. Maybe it's just it's just me that that was the one song I'm just like, I don't really think this is this fits. But as far as like the the Guns N' Roses. 
like all of that felt so good and then with the, with the scenes that they were in i don't know it, just, it felt very thor to me oh yeah yeah because i mean that was one of my favorite parts of ragnarok it was the opening when he does uh when he starts fighting and then fucking uh shit what's the it? immigrant uh, song yeah the immigrant song starts playing and that was that was so freaking metal i love it yeah yeah they, and you can see they're like we're gonna do the same beats like with that but we're just gonna get different music so it just feels a bit fresher and it was pretty damn sweet exactly like if see if you don't like anything else about the movie you should you will like the soundtrack like i guarantee you that it's, it's almost guardians of the galaxy-esque and it's in the how they should just picked like the, some of the best songs I think that's it. I think it's quite a good popcorn movie, you know. Like it, it's it's a good kind of summer blockbuster movie, you know. If if you if you go into it just being like, this is a good way to spend a couple of hours, you'll have a good time. Yeah. Okay. So I, I absolutely agree. It's like if you don't don't go to it being like this is going to be like end game levels of good, but but still, if you're looking for just a fun movie that's going to help you kill a couple hours, go see it. You know, it, it'll you'll enjoy it. And uh, let me see. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about here with it I, i'm shit i'm drawing i'm drawing a blank on what it was but oh 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 the the box office apparently it's already made uh, here let me see uh thor oh. box office oh yeah so i want to point out that it's it is kicking ass it's already made 302 million dollars globally and apparently it's opening weekend uh in america was 143 million overseas was 159 i'm like that's that's pretty damn good yeah, that that seems pretty good. So yeah, anyone who's telling me that oh the MCU is dead, they're not like <laughs> I'm like no, nah, they're they made their money back and then some. Yeah, they, they seem to have done all right. I'd like yeah, I think this is I think there are going to be a lot of people who are going to like this movie because it's it's got enough for sort of everyone to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no China money though. Well, you know, when you, when you have gay characters, China gets all butthurt about it. They're, they're just like, ew, <laughs> gay people, we can't have that. <laughs> what, the idea that two rocks might hold hands? Yeah, or, or there's, also, <laughs> there's also one scene in there, which I think it's funny that if they, they uh, got, there's one scene with, with uh, what's her name, with Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah. And so I'm like, I could see how, I could see how homophobic people could get squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> How scandalous! It's like ew, two girls kiss. I'm like, not really, but okay. <laughs> but at any rate, yeah, like m screw China. Like, frankly, screw China. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But at, at any rate, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're ready to wrap it up. Uh, so yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for watching our episode. This has been our review of Thor: Love and Thunder. And if you guys liked our episode, make sure you like, subscribe. You hit the bell notification. You comment below. Mm -hmm. Make sure you follow us each on Twitter, Instagram. You follow our uh, us like the uh, fulcrum on fulcrum underscore at uh, fulcrum underscore ent. And then uh, yeah, make sure you check out our other videos because we have last week we reviewed the boys. The week before that we were reviewing uh, Obi Wan, or yeah, a few weeks before that we were reviewing Obi Wan Kenobi. And I don't know what we're reviewing next week. I'll try. Maybe we'll do Stranger <laughs> Things. I don't know. I'll, I'll, if nothing okay. else pops up, we might do Stranger Things. Okay. All right. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, guys, make sure you follow us. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, check out Harris, uh, Harrison's audiobooks because, you know what, he puts a lot of effort into those, and they're really, really good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Despite the fact that YouTube keeps on screwing us. Like, <laughs> whether, whether it's like, oh, hey, you're not allowed to have this because it's blocked, or you're not allowed to have this because it's copyright, it's a copyright strike or something. 
like every other freaking day, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. And so, and here, let me go through the count. Yeah. So, Fuller's figures, Brian, uh, or yeah, Brian's action figures reviews, Smith Lord speaks, uh, even, yeah, Joker voice, Mr. Action. Uh, let's see. Who else did I? Yeah. Jonathan Redmond. Yeah. Jonathan Redmond. If I, if I forgot anyone, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Late, he says, laters. Got one says, great show. Get, get, and get Googling on those shows. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> and while I'm at it, how about you? You know, no, I'm not going to say it. That was that was too bad. I was going to make a horribly, horribly racist comment, but it, I, I don't think that you're actually. I'm not sure if you're actually British or Irish, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so at any rate, yeah, no, uh, yeah, but guys, make sure you uh, you like, subscribe, like I said, follow us, and then uh, check out us out next week because we're probably going to end up moving our show to Saturday because uh, Harrison is going to be doing some D&D campaigns like a nerd. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's, man, getting my nerd stuff together is so complicated. One nerd group broke up, so now I had to find a new nerd group. Oh, sick. And we also got Taco No Tequila at the last minute. He says, wants to know when the next Red Harvest video. Probably Wednesday, I'm going to guess. Yep, we aim for Wednesday, although I ended up putting out Thursday last week, but yep. Oh, so I <laughs> aim like for Wednesday. Help. It's another wet Thursday. <laughs> I love that. That was if you if you don't watch the, if you don't watch any other the video, go watch it for that one part because it was funny. <laughs> I had I had almost everything ready to get out on Wednesday, and then like just the day got out of hand. Sometimes it'd be like that, but yeah, yeah guys. Like I said, like I said before, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you check us out next week, and, and remember that we are all fulcrum. Take it easy, nights. <laughs>